0: Alright guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem trailer drops and we are excited. Hogwarts Legacy is in development at HBO Max. Mandalorian Season 3 is finally here and we re the 40 year old virgin here we go. Here we go, Nordys Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with the one and only Jimmy Channels. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, Yeah, we got lots to talk about. We had an awesome sportscast earlier, so go check that out. We were talking about maybe temporarily we are Winterville with the Wild and the Timberwolves tearing it up. We talked about the NFL, some of the crazy things that's been happening there. John Morant, all kinds of stuff. So if you love Sports, and specifically Minnesota sports, tune into our sportscast from earlier in the week. And otherwise, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. We appreciate
1: you. We do. All right, uh, what are we drinking tonight, Jim? All right, so we're drinking a nice—okay, on the last pod, we had a pretty intense, fruited, crazy beer— now Crazy. we have a nice light beer from Elm Creek Brewing, which is making fantastic beer, by the way. Yeah, I like that. Um, pretty poor branding, and their, I mean, their logo maybe needs some work. But let's put that aside, because this cooler Kolsch is fantastic. Yeah. It's just nice, slightly multi-backbone. Ooh, yeah. crisp, refreshing. I think um, they did a good job with I'm it. I'm enjoying so. it.
0: We're going to enjoy that. Um, and we're going to start out right away with Do We Care? And I'm going to throw this first one to you, mm-hmm. and that is... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem trailer drops. This is Seth Rogen's cartoon Teenage His Mutant Ninja project rebrand. It's from Nickelodeon Studios. Yep. And this looks like a movie that is going to be exactly what Ninja Turtles haven't been for a long time. And that is a combination of accessible by new fans and kids,
1: Ooh. but also cool for the
0: OG Turtle fans.
1: But throws it back because I got very excited about it. I thought I was it pumped. looked great. I like that the turtles are young yes they're like kids like actually teenage kids yep um and then it's it the the animation style you can see the impact that spider-man across the the universe or spider-verse had yeah but this is like different still still kind of like like roughed up and grungy and you know there's a lot of like noise on the animation and it just looked fun and dynamic
0: I am really excited about this. I am too. And uh, you? Do you have any info on the cast,
1: dude? The cast is crazy. So the the three or the four turtles are unknown kids. Yeah, good. That's how you should do it. Um, I think you got like one white kid, a Latino kid, and two black kids. I don't know what there is, but there's a nice mixed amount of good good kids, right? Yep. Um, Hannibal Burris, Rose Byrne, John Cena. He's gonna be rock steady. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Jackie Chan. Splinter, Splinter, um, Ice Cube as Baxter maybe. No, no. Baxter
0: is gonna be um, Giancarlo.
1: Oh, Esposito. Esposito. I love that. Uh, Post Malone, Seth Rogen, obviously Paul Rudd, Maya Rudolph. Post uh, or
0: uh, uh, Seth Rogen and John Cena are gonna be Bebop and
1: Rocksteady. <sighs> I love that. That's so fun, much, dude. <laughs> it's got it's pulling from all these great and memorable bad guys
0: kind of feels like they're going to
1: not go shredder in this movie. I think maybe tease at the end, right? Tease
0: shredder at the end. Like we don't even get the shredder. They're not, not even in that league
1: yet. Right. The shredder would absolutely annihilate them. I would guess because these are some young inexperienced turtles.
0: I think this is so fun. I'm really hoping it leads to more movies and a video game.
1: Hmm. I like I that. Would I would that. that. I would love that. Um, I think that if we could get one of these movies every year and a Spider Verse movie every year, we'd be pretty set for like this nice crossover where you get adults appreciating it and kids appreciating it. You know, I think that like two, okay, I think
0: I'm sure there's a lot, but three that pop into my mind Mm. of like franchises that have just dropped the bag, right? Yeah. Turtles, Shrek.
1: (laughs) where's shrek five dude (laughs) anyways turtles 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 for
0: sure power rangers yeah and harry potter yeah the three of them are like they just seem like sitting there they seem like easy money like just print your own money and they've done such a bad job with all three of them Mm -hmm. for the past 10 years now yeah um up into this harry potter video game you know like everything else has been crap uh, the turtles movie was unwatchable. Yeah, they were really they've, they've bad. Tried like multiple the two different live versions. action ones, which
1: I I did watch both of I them. I watched them. They were bad. <laughs> they had the video moments, games but... they
0: did were bad. Mm-hmm. The Power Rangers they did a movie. It was,
1: un. I, I liked it. Oh. I actually thought I I I liked it. I, I thought did. it was so terrible.
0: <laughs> and so to me, it's just like these are just franchises yeah. that like. I can't believe they're not just printing their own money. And instead, they've just messed them up yep. for the past 10, 15 years. So. I, I think this is perfect. I love it. I love that. I actually believe in Seth Rogen quite a bit Yeah, in what he makes. I think he is funny. I think he's creative. And obviously, you can see that he has a lot of connections in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He's well-liked. Yeah, he's well-respected. seems like a movie that people are probably doing more for the fun than the money. Yeah, I would have to guess um, it's
1: Nickelodeon Studios. So, I mean yeah. I don't know how much money they have behind it, but
0: I would say it's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to this movie.
1: Me too. I I strongly care. Now you mentioned something that's going to set me into mind. I, okay. 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 Um, here's this is a big one. Hogwarts Legacy. It's been a fantastic game, incredible game. Mm-hmm. I I, over halfway I through just it. beat the game two days ago. Okay. Great story. Um, a lot of replay value, but there's rumblings that they will be making an adaptation into a series at HBO. That's incredible news. That's great news. That's amazing. This happens. This is
0: what we've been crying out for now. I mean, we wanted it to be closer to Harry Potter time maybe, but
1: I think this this game. I don't care. It's all the same. They're all old timey
0: anyways. Yeah. I think this kind of opens the door though for like, like this should be like we were just saying a franchise that just prints money. And they were for a long time. Yeah. I mean the, through the eight, movies oh this was huge openings every time every single time and the last few of them were like are all like top 10 movies ever for their releases right it was free money it was incredible work and then they just stopped doing all of that yeah and so i think this opens the door and i think like um Harry Potter TV. We've been crying out for it on this show.
1: Oh yeah, for, for so HBO. Long. But we've we've kind yeah. of said we want it to be adult,
0: adult and HBO. And this is,
1: I mean, the game is fairly adult, but I it's think still the a game, teen. I think
0: the game is an adult show
1: or game. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's a lot of killing and a lot of like choices to kill. Yep, there's a lot of choices they say
1: to, to do evil shit. Yeah, one
0: time. I, I mean, think not, I think yeah. it's the, the game to me was like. I feel like it's a pretty adult game and I'm sure it's acceptable for kids, but like there is some real violence. There are some real choices. My nine year old loves it. There's some real questions of morality in Mm -hmm. the game. Yeah. And so like, I think that makes it brilliant, but I'm hoping that
1: that's the kind of show we get to where maybe we have like some of those questions asked. And you kind of are wondering, Hey, is our lead, who they can cast anybody i'm yeah. sure the professors will match up i hope they cast somebody hot for garlic uh <laughs> professor garlic if you know you know I, you know yeah <laughs> uh I, I never miss herbology i'll say that
0: i never miss herbology and i always am like i wonder what this is gonna lead to
1: yeah <laughs> 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 uh, yeah so um I'm excited. But, you know, they can cast anybody because you create your own character. Yeah. You don't even have a yeah, name. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be kind of interesting to see what they do with it. I'm really excited. And maybe we're finally going to get what the Nordies podcast has been calling out for for six years.
0: I'm, I'm desperate for this. So
1: I care mm.
0: so much. Mm. I care so much. I, I mean, I care on the level that I care about, like a new James Bond movie Mm.
1: or like a new Sherlock movie or
0: like a new, like anything that I'd be really pumped about. Like I feel the same way about
1: this. Power Rangers reboot. No, I I don't have any faith. You've given up.
0: All right. Um, what about this? I got some bad news. Speaking of HBO, what doing the sisterhood, a show we've talked about a lot on here, like more than anybody else on any podcast has talked about. Probably. (laughs) Um, it's on hold suddenly. Yeah. Um, and that's because the director, the star, and the sh- uh, one of the co-showrunners have all left the project. Yikes. That feels bad. Yikes. That feels like um, we might never
1: get this show. Yeah, right. I know. I mean, we were excited. Like, when we covered Dune on the rewatch, we were like, the Bene Gesserit might be the most interesting part. Mm-hmm. The witches. And that's what we were going to get. And yeah. So now
0: I, I don't know. I'm I'm really. This is the kind of news that usually is followed by like two years of silence. Yep. Yep. Like absolutely. That's that's usually what this kind of news leads to. It's like yeah, they're gonna make remember another, that yeah they they're were gonna good. make another season of Taboo, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but tom hardy might not be part of it yeah, right and then you just never hear about it again exactly and that's you're like perfect oh okay example. yeah okay yeah, that's wow dead. that's dead oh yeah they're really thinking about making gambit the movie um <laughs> what's that guy's name uh matt um matt magic Madag? mike
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. What?
0: Channing Tatum Channing was going to be it. Yeah. Channing Tatum, he's going to yeah. be Gambit, but also the director and all of the people funding this have now dropped out.
1: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's just Channing Tatum tweeting now. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's that.
0: I, I think this is terrible
1: news. They we better love, do something. But we now we love doing like, exactly. And we love doing and they will. They're supposed to build this universe. They will do it. But now it's too late. Two years delayed with a different, you know, they'll come out with something else. So.
0: I want. Okay, can I tell you what I would do? Mm. So what I would do if I was making a Dune show for HBO, yeah, is I would actually um, have the star of my show be Stellan Skarsgård. Okay, in his character, the Baron. Ooh. And it would be a story about the Baron's um, like politics and taking over,
1: rise to power, and his rise to power when he wasn't disfigured and yeah. shit. Yeah. That would be great. That's
0: the shit story I would tell because I think anything with Stellan Skarsgård is guaranteed to be good.
1: He's so good.
0: He's perfect. In is every he the run. best?
1: Should we rank the Skarsgards? He's by far the best. It's okay. Not so, close. so Dad's the best. Um, the second best is um. Would you go, Bill? No. Bill's last. Well, there's probably some... There's there's <laughs> another one, too. Okay, so he's last. The other one's last. Bill's third. Um,
0: uh,
1: Alexander's second. Second. And, and then Bill... St- and
0: Stellan okay. Skarsgård's first. Okay.
1: I, I, I agree. That's our podcast stance.
0: Yeah. And, like, Stellan Skarsgård would be the perfect person because he doesn't seem like he's that busy ever. Like, yeah. people are like,
1: he's really good in movies, but
0: also we don't cast him. And then he's never doing anything. So, like, giving him his own Dune show where mm. he's kind of a villain, but, like... You are maybe he's really a sympathetic
1: figure early on mm. and he makes some bad choices at the end that maybe turns he's a him.
0: hero that's ter- that's head is turned with power
1: mm. I like
0: that By I like the emperor all. or something Who I knows? love it I'm in let's make I'm that in. show I'm in but all right how about this
1: um the last of us I guess it was supposed to be your turn but should I go yeah you should go. you're gonna go with some of the last of us next okay I got one um so did you see all this? jake gyllenhaal shit at the ufc 285 i, I did i did see so it. it was a little confusing and he is absolutely ripped torn up he's torn up he's
0: torn the
1: fuck up it's unbelievable how jacked this guy here's is. the problem he's apparently filming scenes for a roadhouse remake and if you don't know roadhouse um, it was a patrick swayze movie from the eighties or maybe early nineties where he's just like a bouncer at like a popular mm-hmm. bar. Okay. That's it. I mean, it's it. the stakes couldn't be lower. Okay. Um, you and he know, just fights people. He fights people. And maybe like a biker gang is trying to sort of like harass the ownership and he has to like drive them away. I mean like that's the stakes of the movie. Um, And why is Jake Gyllenhaal doing this? Has it, is he just falling off? Yes. What happened to him? Now he does Michael Bay um, movies I think and Roadhouse remakes.
0: I think what happened is... is uh, He's not very good. Taylor Swift took a fucking machete to his career. Oh, you think?
1: Really? I think so. He never should have gone near that.
0: I think that Taylor Swift is so popular that like if Taylor Swift doesn't like you, you're just dead. And if you don't trust me on that, what happened to Kanye? <laughs>
1: <laughs> she told him to say the anti-jew shit no oh no, but just like if you she are, turned him
0: if you're just cool if you're against taylor swift the world is pretty against you mm. i think mm-hmm. that's more it um okay. yeah so Last i don't care about this at all um mm. i think i've seen enough mma movies forever remember that one about the brothers yeah that fought and people loved it it that wasn't, wasn't very good It wasn't very good yeah the fighter maybe is what it's called
1: no that one was good that one was like with christian bale and shit you're thinking i think of the movie brothers, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> really creative yeah brothers yeah that movie sucked sucked so i don't know but this movie's like if it's a roadhouse remake my guess is he was like a big time ufc star that like gets like downtrodden and now he has to just be a bouncer Because he has to be a bouncer at a bar or else it's not a remake. Okay. So that's my guess. These are early scenes. Or maybe it's his rise back or something. I don't know.
0: I just, I don't care Don't care about any of it. No, I don't care about the UFC. So I definitely care about this. I don't think that, are we sure this movie is going to be in theaters? (laughs) This may be VOD. I think this is like
1: Paramount Plus. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah. I, I have no interest. In it. I don't I actually don't really care about Jake Gyllenhaal. Don't care. Um, all right, how about this? I was gonna I, I teased this earlier. The last of us. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's gonna have too much content for just two seasons. Yeah. So they wanna keep it true to the game and they don't want they're not trying to make a bunch of extra stuff, but it sounds like they don't feel like they can fit this all into two seasons, maybe.
1: Yeah, I did I, I heard about this too. Okay. Um I think it's it's probably good news. Um, and I was even a little surprised that they thought that the first game could be one season, but it seems like they're on track for that. So first game, part one, season one, but game part two will be at least two seasons. Okay. Um, that gives them a little bit more runway before they have to, you know, go off book like they did for house of, or, you know, George Martin, yeah, yeah, when yeah. they ran out of books, it got a little wily, um, And I think that that's a good move for them. Like, let's stretch out the second book. I played the game more recently, obviously, than the first one. And there is a lot going on. You know, you follow multiple characters this time. There's kind of multiple protagonists that are sort of, you know, pitted against each other. I'm kind of
0: hoping for less is more, I think. Like, I'm kind of hoping for fewer seasons.
1: Of the whole entire show in general? Yeah, I think,
0: like, maybe three seasons would be plenty.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they could definitely do that. I feel like because it's supposed to be in the vein of walking dead they're gonna keep pushing it um i hope it's i would like to see like maybe four and give us a different ending than we got okay in part two because you know eventually i think they're gonna make the last of us part three you uh, know do they yeah so i don't know
0: i mean after this how could they not
1: how could they yeah they need like to.
0: At, at, at this point it's like it's turned into one of the best video game ips ever right and so I i can't imagine a world where they don't
1: yeah so this is good news all right uh i got one last for you um creed 3 michael b jordan mm-hmm. has become the biggest opening for a sports movie of all time who knew i haven't seen any of the creed movies i know do you think that's weird that we haven't i mean they're no. supposed to be good i tried to watch the first one and only got halfway through i asked dude this is crazy yeah I've never watched Creed and I've never watched Rocky.
0: (laughs) I've never watched any of it. Yeah. I don't know why I have no interest. I think the problem is, is like every time I see a clip from one of these movies, it's a guy throwing a punch like he's punching, like he's punching one of those punching machines. That's like a video game. Yes.
1: When the other guy has 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 his hands at his side.
0: Yeah. Practically in his fucking pocket. Yeah. And he's taking like a shot that would damn near kill someone, and then they do it like two hundred times every fight. Yeah, and I'm like, man, that would never happen. And if it did, it would kill the person.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, like it just is so crazy that they're just taking. They've gotten maybe slightly better than the early. OK. Like, Cause you know, that takes me Rocky all three right and stuff where they just take turns punching each other as hard as they can in the face. Rocky. Your turn. Take, your yeah, turn.
0: Though. 82 unanswered haymakers yeah. <laughs> to the fucking face. And he does. His eyes are still open. <laughs> yeah.
1: <right. laughs> yeah I, I, OK. So I'm not going to sell you on this, but it is interesting that it's so popular, just not with us.
0: I agree. All right, how about this? Last one. Yeah. Chris Rock stand up. This was big because this is it post all of the crazy Will Smith stuff that post happened. Post slap. You love stand up.
1: I do. Did you I check do. this one out yet? I haven't watched the whole thing. It just dropped on Netflix I think 2 days ago, maybe like Friday. Um so I will watch it. But I did watch his commentary which comes at the end of the stand up set on Will Smith and I think it was awesome. Like it was funny. Um, I think that it gives Chris Rock the last laugh, literally. Okay. okay. Um, I think he now, you know, he always sort of won the public opinion on it. Oh, Will yeah. Smith, like, everybody hated that. But they also didn't really give a lot of sympathy to Chris Rock. They were um, like, what a dick. He told a joke. A, a joke. And, dude, Chris Rock doesn't hold back. I think he, he goes in on both of them. Um, You know, both Jada Pinkett and Will. And- Would you
0: say at this point that um they will never be friends and chris rock hates them
1: yeah okay okay yeah no that's good that's where we want to leave it yeah, yeah yeah okay um i thought it was good man and i think that it's nice that he has been able to come out and and talk about this cuz i think it did kind of fuck with him man like you don't just get really hard like hit in you know at the oscars and then just go about your life you know i think it was kind of traumatic for him i think that it makes me feel like i can tell the future mm because I've been boycotting Will Smith movies for a long time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just no interest. I will. like. Pr- I what about Bright on Netflix with the fairies? Didn't watch it. Oh, God. Was I it mean, I totally probably,
0: bad. I mean, the only time I might break my Will Smith rule is to watch
1: Bad Boys. Yeah. I'll probably check that out. The new Bad Boys movie? Yeah, because I fucking like Bad Boys. Yeah, they're all pretty good. <laughs> but that's a Martin Lawrence thing. So Yeah, yeah it's only
0: because of Martin Lawrence. Yep. Um. All right. Let's move on to our next segment. That's. Hot Rex and not Rex. So we're going to start with Mando season three. It's just dropped. Just it's dropped. Episode one. I'm going to try to keep it pretty spoiler free, but I was disappointed. I was disappointed. Yeah. Um. It was a short episode. It was 30 minutes long. Right. I don't remember if that's how long all the episodes are, but it seemed short.
1: Yeah. 30 to 45 ish.
0: I think what I didn't like about it was that it jumped all over so fast that I didn't really think they told a story. Mm-hmm. It was like they were in such a hurry to start the story that they were like and then he's got to go to this planet and then he meets pirates and now he has a problem with pirates and then he goes to this planet and then he's got a problem with Bo-Katan and then he goes to this planet and we're going to introduce all of these new planets really fast yep. and you're not going to know anything about And he's going to have anyone. a
1: conversation with the armorer again. It was like sped up. Yeah. It was like everything was in fast forward because they were like we got a lot to tell you this year. And it was so weird too that such big, big moments happened in that one episode of Book of Boba. Yeah. Like, the big things happened then, and then nothing happened here. Yeah, I, I thought this was
0: disappointing. Now, do I think this season is going to be sweet? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do I believe in it the show? It good. I do. I believe in all of this show. I think that this is um, up there with the very best things Disney Plus has ever done. Yeah. I think it's one of the best things Disney has going.
1: As far as pop culture, water cooler, entertainment, all very good. Um, writing is not amazing. Um, some of the set, like the big, you know, early on in the episode, there's a bunch of Mando Mandalorians all fighting some kind of sea monster. Yeah. It was the most nonsensical action yeah. set piece I've maybe ever fucking seen. It's like, maybe they should just fly away. Why yeah. are they fighting this thing? Just leave. You all have jet packs instead of like taking multiple casualties. It, very strange. Uh, so, yeah. but you know, Anyways. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that, that the Star Wars stuff that they've done, for
0: the most part, has been really cool. And, like, I really found myself enjoying um, Andor. Obviously, we picked that as our show of the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... I think, like, I think this that... This is
1: so different than Andor.
0: But I, I honestly believe that Mando walked so Andor could run kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think it set the tone for what the new Star Wars was going to kind of look like and what this kind of storytelling was. And so, I actually... Think Andor made me appreciate Mandalorian more. Yeah. And so I really like the show. I do believe in it, but I thought episode one was a snooze.
1: And you know what? I didn't hate it. I was okay with it. I loved um seeing that little uh mechanic, that baby mechanic yeah, guy. I, I like them. He's a crazy little character, he's a cutie. Yeah, I like them. I and liked it, him, and then you know, Grogu give him a hug, give him a squeeze. All the Grogu stuff is great. Grogu
0: yeah. is like a cheat code. Yes Like they were like What if we created The cutest character ever <laughs> And he you, You're you worried about him At all times Because he's so little right. But he also has powers That are going to come into play Sometimes And he's funny I love it And I'm like Damn They got us like, They got us he, I, I, Literally Grogu can do No wrong in my book mm-hmm. Like I'll be like Oh the scene's kind of boring And then Grogu will eat Like a
1: skittle And I'll be like Oh, <laughs> oh look at that What a scene He just used the force <laughs> To eat a skittle <laughs> 10 that's, out of 10. That's how I feel. Now, I did hear that one thing. I hear I heard that reviewers didn't love episode one and loved episode two. So uh, we just have a couple more days and we'll see what they do with episode two.
0: Okay. I believe in that. Yeah. All right. So I did watch all of Outer Banks season three.
1: Knocked it out. I knocked it out. Pretty quick.
0: And I think that people think it's just okay
1: yeah I think that's kind of like that's kind of what it's always been yeah
0: I think people really liked season one Mm -hmm. and I think season two and season three have been unable to capture the magic of season one right so I'm gonna give you guys a mostly spoiler-free take on OBX season three okay so one it's awkward between chase whatever and Madeline Klein
1: oh really they don't have the same chemistry anymore
0: well they broke up in real life because he cheated on her oh no and now it's a problem. Oh no! And they are—they have no chemistry. They're not on screen with each other a lot this season. Really? Which feels intentional. Oh no!
1: That sounds like it's—it's it's harmful. Yeah, their
0: little relationship was amazing.
1: That was like—and
0: it was happening in the real whole life season two,
1: They were just together the entire season.
0: They're not in this one, and All that right. was a little weird, and it felt intentional. So that was not great. But I do think that I came up with the formula of when it's good and when it's bad. It's good when it's the fucking pogues hanging out with each other. Okay. You, you love their friendship. It's like the Goonies, you know? Right. Like, it's just like, there's nothing better than like, um, a movie or TV show. that doesn't take itself too seriously. That's based around friendship. Yeah. You know, like that works always. It's tried and tested for all time. When are you going to watch
1: stand by me? I don't, it sounds serious. It's, funny but yeah mostly serious it's fantastic we'll get to it later (laughs) so so in this the the friendship
0: works so well yeah so whenever it's the friends and it's the kids even if their acting isn't perfect it works always when does it not work anytime there's an adult on the screen yeah the adults ruin the show they're the worst actors um all the way from ward cameron down the the acting is brutal from all of the adults and the biggest mistake they made was here, sorry, if you're watching season one or two right now, because you're weird, um I'm going to ruin this part for you. John B., his dad, mm-hmm. is alive.
1: Oh, wow. That is a big, I never made it that far. He's alive.
0: And that happens at the very, very, very last scene of season two. You find okay. out he's alive. The problem is is they definitely did not write him as an alive character originally. <laughs> so they hired mm. an actor whose only job was to be like seen on
1: camera for like yeah, a few seconds. Yeah, in a flashback. He didn't even have lines. I don't now feel
0: like. he is a major character. No. And he is a terrible athlete. Or I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A terrible <laughs> this is a screen actor. Screencast. A terrible actor. I'm sorry. Really? Terrible. He's un. he he he's so bad that like his acting is so bad that like they write him just like narrating what he's doing at all times. He's like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta g- check the drawers," and I'm checking the. Uh, there's nothing in the drawer. Damn it, <laughs> damn it, John B. There's nothing in the drawer. Okay, well, uh, maybe we can look in the boxes. What's the are you looking? just like? He was better off dead. He was way better off dead. Oh, he's a detriment to Uh-oh. the show. So I think that this season was the worst of the seasons. Oh no! But. Once you realize that this show is just fun and mostly bad and it's going to be a new treasure hunt every season until they decide to call it quits. Yeah. And they're going to find a new treasure and they're going to search for the treasure and they're going to never into really gonna get it
1: or else they would stop looking for treasure. Yeah. So it's just
0: going to happen like that forever and ever and ever until they just cancel the show. OK. And so once you realize like, oh, the story kind of resets every year <laughs> and it's just a new treasure hunt. It's kind of fun. So I did come up with what this show is. Yeah. Okay, It is a combination of Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. The Goonies, yep. Stranger Things, and The CW. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's the combo. That's what it is. Wow. It's all of those things. It's a little pinch c- of all of those the
1: things. C- they, the CW, when they poured that in, the cap came off. Yeah. And then it all went in. There's a lot of <laughs> CW. It's like the CW trying to do all of those things. Yeah. And
0: like what's the saving grace is that the main characters are pretty good and they look good and they you believe in their friendship you believe in their love for the most part Mm -hmm. and they're all starting to be a little bit bigger deals now yeah like from this show especially madeline klein she she kind of seems like she's kind of a star
1: Yeah, yeah yeah and
0: so to me like that all works and it's just a revolving door of like cw adult actors okay okay so overall is it a hot wreck no No. is it a wreck Eh. are you bored (laughs) <laughs> if you're bored,
1: check it out. It's fun. Yeah, it is pretty fun. All Especially right. season one.
0: So it's time to move on to our rewatch. Right. So we're doing a comedy rewatch. And this first one of our now, our currently unnamed rewatch, which we're going to come up with a name with tonight.
1: Okay. You're going to announce the name later? Yeah.
0: Is uh, we watched the 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. And so since it was our first one, we decided that the name of this was going to be
1: with the podcast on a pedestal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so good. It's pretty good. All right, so 40-Year-Old Virgin, I thought this was um, the perfect movie that we picked to
1: start this I whole think thing. so, too, yeah. It's, like, iconic. So many, many great moments and yeah. lines. But people really don't think of it as, like, this huge comedy, but it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this movie was, I thought, awesome
0: when I saw it the first time. I've seen it many times, And it is classic for just, like, how many, like, things were part of pop culture from this.
1: Yep. There's so many different lines that people use in pop culture. It's nice to see a a solid R-rated comedy, too.
0: Yeah. And it's it's Judd Apatow in a solid R-rated comedy with... Early careers from a lot of these big time stars.
1: As as it was going, I I wrote them down. Should I read this off? Yeah. Steve Carell, obviously. Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, Jane Lynch, Leslie Mann, Elizabeth Banks, Mindy Kaling, Julia Stiles, Jonah Hill, Kevin Hart. And that's and there was others.
0: And it's mostly like early career, like pre. Yeah, like Kevin Hart had like one scene. Kevin Hart was just like a little bit part role of this. I
1: know a lot of them were like yeah. It was
0: crazy, and so like I think that that was fascinating to me like fascinating the yes. whole time and i think that the big the biggest thing was just like you know you got some like parts where you could see that there was something there with people like seth rogan and paul rudd but it was steve Carell's coming out
1: party right
0: and he is so funny and f- just
1: flawless was, in this Had the office the office had started yeah the office i said like out. two seasons or three seasons yeah but something. he's
0: still just is like he's yeah. still not super famous and right. we don't know if he
1: can lead a comedy at this point mm-hmm. and we find out oh he most definitely he can. really could he, he was d- the funniest which is nice he's he was the funniest character which is good sometimes you know in a lead you will you got to have like a friend be the funniest i think i think he was the funniest yeah um, I go that black dude uh-huh. second, uh-huh. and then Seth Rogen. Okay, and then I Paul dropped Rudd? down. And Paul Rudd was a couple steps down. Paul for Rudd me. had some like good like. Um, his story like, was the worst. Maybe his story sucked. His
0: character was kind of lame, but like a lot of the scenes. So like the famous scene of the waxing. Yes. Right. right. The waxing scene. So I had to look it up. Like how real was this? A hundred percent. And there was like a Paul Rudd interview where he was like. <laughs> He was like, Yeah, dude, he was really getting waxed. Yeah. And he was just saying funny stuff. And we were just ad-libbing. They
1: they didn't rehearse it.
0: And so like the whole thing, like I found myself cracking up watching all of the other people, including the girl doing the waxing. Yeah. They're all laughing. <laughs> yeah, the whole dude. time. They're all laughing. And like the the reactions you're getting from Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd are so funny because you can see they're trying to stay
1: in character, but like they think it's so funny.
0: <laughs> and so I thought that was wonderful. Do you think
1: that was the best, most iconic scene? Or I don't like, know. If the, I there don't, was a few other ones. There was like, you know, the drunk driving scene was was pretty good. Yeah. um, A bunch of montages that were funny. I, I don't know. That's probably the most iconic, though.
0: The, the waxing is so good, but, like, I would say that what I noticed about this movie, and it didn't bother me, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be controversial here, and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but, like, what I noticed about this movie, and I I know we got some messages that were, like, I don't think this movie is going to hold up. hmm And, like, to me, the movie held up in a comedy way, but, like, it was, it, it was, like, inappropriate for its time, but it was, like, kind of crossing a line for this time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the comments, the name calling, the things that they said about different marginalized groups of people were pretty like,
1: inappropriate. You know, like the the prostitute was a transvestite. Yeah, that's and was then rough. is it, like they kind of said tranny, and you could tell yeah. by the balls. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, that wasn't. It also just wasn't that funny. It even wasn't then, that funny so. then, and it was it was probably a little bit inappropriate then, but it was definitely inappropriate now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not trying to say that things like weren't bad in the past but i think that like sometimes we can look at comedy as kind of like where society was mm-hmm. and we can watch as um our level of tolerance uh changes over time and so i think like that's a good thing yeah and so i i think like if you went back in time and listened to your conversations with your friends in middle school you'd be fucking appalled by some of the shit
1: you were saying i mean everything i'll just admit right now everything was gay it was if i didn't like it or it was gay it was gay
0: yeah and like that kind of language was so prominent and like it feels so foreign now but i think that that's a Something to celebrate.
1: Yep. And so, I, I agree.
0: so like when I was watching the movie, I kept being like, Ugh! and then I was like, oh, you know, different times. Now mm-hmm. I know I'm sure many of our listeners right now are like, different times doesn't excuse it. Right. But I just think that like we as people become more accepting and understanding. We are able to be more empathetic and put our ourselves in other people's shoes better than ever. And we learn, and our ideas, um, collective ideas, change. And so, I just don't like the idea of like everything in the past has to live by the same rules as today, mm-hmm. because it's not realistic. And so, I didn't find myself being offended, but I did find myself kind of like wincing at like things that they said, where I was kind of like, "Oh, uh, yeah." yeah. That I mean, doesn't...
1: they had like a you know the iconic scene of you know how I know you're gay. Yeah, you know, I know you're gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny. Yeah. Like I get it, but we wouldn't that wouldn't be in a movie these days. No. And I, I, I it shouldn't be. No. Um Yeah. So I mean there there was yeah. some stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and I think I think there was a lot of like just it just showed you like how fast things change socially. Mm-hmm. Is like a big takeaway
1: I had from this movie. I mean now, it's now, 20 I, years old, I yeah. guess. Okay, so about twenty, yeah.
0: Um other things I found really funny about this movie, um I would say the scene where he goes to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. I really liked that. I thought that was classic. Um, I think anytime he was just like, so clueless about things, the condom scene, yeah, the, him explaining the, <laughs> the breasts are like bags of sand. Yeah. just yeah, like, That poker scene <laughs> actually is really funny. <laughs> all of his just like, like being so disconnected from women and women's anatomy was really funny to me. Yeah. Um, I think that just overall, I found Seth Rogen to be funny too.
1: Yeah, like likable and funny. Yeah, like he, his his story about like the like the donkey show. Yeah, he goes into the donkey show, and you think it's going to be cool. It's like I actually felt bad for the woman and the donkey. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was it was funny, and then but it was perfect because Steve Carell is just like. Yeah, I was gonna make this sandwich, and then, like, An Excel you just sandwich. such a good juxtaposition of yeah. how this dude doesn't fit in. He you did know? the accoutrement for the
0: eggshell yeah. sandwich, and then by the time he made it all, he wasn't hungry, and he also didn't have bread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so
1: pretty, pretty good
0: weekend. I, I just thought this movie was, um, it was like such a jumping off point for the comedy. That we are probably gonna watch a lot of. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see some, you know, we might do Super Bad, we might do Anchorman, we might do Step Brothers, um, huge influences there.
0: Yeah. And so I just think this was like the impact it had on comedy, mm-hmm. the ability to like tell a coherent story, but like that it's a comedy was also huge for me. Yeah. And like, I think that that was like this generation. I'm gonna give a lot of credit to Judd Apatow. who changes like what a comedy can be. Because if you look at nineties comedies, they are so nonsensical and so ridiculous. They'll be like water boy. He's like a special needs kid who gains (laughs) superpowers from drinking high quality water. And then he like (laughs) drop kicks people and everyone laughs.
1: It was so bad. So bad. You
0: know, or like Billy Madison, they were like for this kid to take over a million millionaires empire He needs to go back to elementary school. (laughs) What? I mean, the things are just so crazy and out there. Yeah. You you did a couple
1: of those. But like, you know, the Jim Carrey movies, same deal, right? Like over the top, silly stuff. Um, Yeah, I think you're exactly right. And there were scenes in this movie that were very good. Just like, you know, when um, Steve Carell has his moment where he's like, stop, you're selling my stuff. You're changing my life too much. Like. Dude, that was relatable, well acted, you know, it made everything that came after work. So Judd Apatow, even at that time, had a real grasp of like, hey, let's how about people also care about the characters? I think that like what makes great comedy is that
0: people watching it can think it's funny and know that it's silly but also can like see themselves in it or a problem they had or a feeling they had or a memory they had or something nostalgic that happened to them. Mm -hmm. And like being able to kind of like laugh about the things that we all go through in life is the funniest shit. Yeah. And so I think like this movie was one of many that we will probably watch that does just a masterful job at like talking about the things in our life that are awkward or uncomfortable or embarrassing that people have all had to deal with at some various time. And yeah. so I think like he just was so like groundbreaking in his ability to like bring comedy into your life in a way that like made you laugh. I love that. I liked this Great movie take. a lot. Um, Would you give it? I think that a lot of the jokes missed, but there was, but there about was also 1000 jokes. There was a thousand jokes. A lot of them missed. A lot of them hit. Um, I thought that like the the stuff that they probably knew was edgy at the time felt fell really flat mm-hmm. now. A lot of the like terrorist jokes and like Yeah and
1: like goat um, fucker stuff. Yeah, and...
0: black like you know, Did
1: he is he on parole already when he comes yeah. out here? Yeah, like yeah, a uh, lot of that stuff didn't work. No, for I mean, a, it wasn't. I don't think it was funny all then. All I remember it thinking was, like that. That went, wasn't that clever.
0: I think it was sketchy then, and it felt like really pretty bad at this point. Yeah, um, and then just like some of the other, like I said, the jokes about like marginalized groups really fell flat for me this time, but like, um, it was saved by just so many like pretty innocent jokes. Yeah. that just crushed. Um, so, I would give this movie an 87. I really liked it. I thought it was it was flawed, but it was a really good top-level comedy. And I think its impact was greater than the movie itself.
1: Fantastic. Uh, I can't do better than that with my, you know, summary. So, I'll just tell you, I gave it an 85. So, pretty damn close. Dang. We're on I the know. Same page. I had it written there. I didn't change it. Um, I can't wait. So, what are we doing next week?
0: Okay, so next week we have been thinking a lot about this. Tony Bolster, we we got a lot of requests. We got okay. a
1: bunch, and we're going to be using them, and we're going to be giving credit to those who tons of people suggested. We're going to do eight weeks in, of this,
0: but we we figured that we were going to go with Tony Bolster, friend of the podcast. Um, he wants us to do Euro Trip. I have only watched Euro Trip once, and it was a long time ago. So I really want to rewatch this movie because I just feel like it's been a long time. God,
1: before. I I just. I've seen it multiple times and I remember really loving it and just even feeling back then that it was underrated. And I hope it's just as funny as I remember because there's some really iconic moments. Um, It's a great suggestion. Mm -hmm. Hero trip.
0: Yeah. All right. So that's it for that segment. We're going to hop into hang it or bang it real (laughs) quickly. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Do you want to start with hang or bang? Um, why don't you pick, um, do you got to start with uh,
1: hang it, hang it. Yeah, get rid of it. Let's let's hang it. Do you want to go first?
0: Yeah, I do. I'm gonna go with first. Uh, hang it, UFO mania.
1: <laughs> I love that. I think it's over. Okay? It's so boring. I dude. mean,
0: like it was crazy for like a weekend, and I know everyone's like, "Man, like there's there's life out there, and like the government knows about it, probably." But like until like I get something bigger than like a weather balloon or like a drone that someone was flying that we yeah. like shot out of the sky, I don't care at this point. Um, I don't even want to hear people's like stories. I don't want to hear interviews on Joe Rogan about it. Yep. UFO mania dead to me. They like,
1: released all the Area Fifty One stuff. What came out of it? Nothing. Because nothing. Nothing. Um, there just
0: isn't much. It's like it's almost like humans want aliens to be real so badly. I do too. That they are just like ready to like expect everything is like this conspiracy or this cover up. And I think that like there's been a lot of unexplained things that happen and there's probably aliens and aliens maybe have made contact with Earth. But like I think that um, we are so desperate for something greater and something further away that we are always trying to like
1: make these connections and pretend there's more
0: going on. So I'm tired of UFO mania.
1: Hang it. I love that. Um UFO, unidentified flying object. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a fucking alien. Yeah, it's usually something not cool. All right, I am ready to hang something that I I think you might agree with, on. The rise of a new sport called slap boxing. (laughs) (laughs) Slap boxing (laughs) is is the worst thing ever. It's boring, and I can't believe that that, uh, Dana White thinks this is going to be some huge fucking deal because it's... Hard to watch. It's just literally who can get concussed quicker. I think it's so stupid.
0: Um, it's This is absolutely watching people uh, damage their health and their life. I know people are like, people in the NFL and people in UFC and boxers do this. Not like, Not this. like this. This would be like if in football um, you had to take your helmet off and let someone... Um, crush you in the jaw with their helmet while they're running at you right this is so stupid and so negligent i hate it so much now i'm gonna mess up the quote um but it was literally so fucking funny his name i believe is chris nowinski oh he's like this like leading concussion expert and he has been just crushing um all of this uh slap fighting stuff good and he said like pretty much you're just watching people get brain damage on television for entertainment. Yeah. And he said, I can't wait for what Dana White comes up with next. I bet it's going to be, can you survive a knife attack? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't feel that different watching it because when you do watch it, and it's the highlights that make these social media rounds, right? And I'm the guy that skips past a big fight video and shit. I don't really want to see that stuff. So for me, it's like... If the highlights involve someone falling on the ground and doing like the the two of fingers, I don't want to see two of fingers I think ever. it's
0: disturbing in football, but yeah. like in football, they're wearing gear and it's and they're supposed to prevent and it, and they're yeah. trying not to let these things happen. And this the goal is,
1: is not to just knock people out. The goal
0: of this is to like like seriously injure someone. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with slapping.
1: It's no. a it's a hit to the head. That's all it is.
0: It's a hit to the head, and then you watch someone like. Convulse. And I think if you watch this, you're an absolute fucking weirdo.
1: You're a weirdo. You watched the Faces of Death stuff <sighs> when you were like a kid and it fucked you up. Nothing, no one can sell me on this. No one can sell me on it. All right. I'm glad you agree. Okay. All right. So it's time to bang it. Bang it. What do I like? Karma. It's back. Oh, because of, of the Taylor Swift song? Is uh, Karma your boyfriend?
0: No. Karma's back because of, um, uh, Andrew Tate. <laughs> oh <yeah. laughs> Andrew Tate. I'm not sure if he has cancer or not. Don't care if he does. Um if you like Andrew Tate, you probably shouldn't listen to our show because I, you probably
1: already would tune out a long you time. You would have tuned ago. out a
0: long yeah. time ago because we wouldn't have been like talking about how fucking you know you we know are. Why?
1: It's two betas. Yeah, two a betas, betas. Just, betas just talking
0: here. about movies. Why don't you just live the movie instead of watch it like a beta? Make
1: your own movie like an alpha.
0: Yeah. If you were a real alpha, you'd have a Lamborghini instead of a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Andrew Tate. I love that he's in prison. I hope he never gets out. Yeah. Um the there was a lot of reports that he had cancer. Um, I hope he does. It would be (laughs) so fucking funny. It would be really funny. There's so many clips of him being like, I know that I'm risking it by smoking cigars, but it makes me look like a mafia boss. Yeah. That's one thing that's funny. Two, (laughs) you probably saw the most disgusting exchange you've ever seen with someone where he commented on somebody's post about... um, uh, go me for his child who had cancer mm-hmm. and that he needed this money to get it. The treatment needed. And Andrew Tate went on this whole psycho fucking bullshit thing where he was telling the father that he was an embarrassment because he couldn't save his son. And if he begged him to save his son, he would help him. Oh my God. Fuck you, Andrew Tate. I hope you rot from the inside in a prison garbage. Anyone who likes him, you're a fucking loser yourself. There's no such thing as being an Alpha. There's not one of the least alpha thing is telling everyone how fucking alpha you are. It's the, it's the opposite. lamest thing of all time. It's so fucking uncool. Andrew Tate sucks. Karma's back. This dude was trafficking women. This dude was, you know, laundering money. This dude was going after Greta Thunberg and- poisoning
1: the minds of, <laughs> of dumb people young men
0: yeah poisoning their minds with this idea like these weird ideas of of sex and of feminism and of women and of men's role in society and this dude's a fucking loser so i i hope he has cancer karma is here and it shows you that if you act like a complete fucking loser and you treat everyone else like shit that karma will come and get you and i think andrew Tate's proven that
1: God, that's such an alpha take, dude. Bang it! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got one for you, uh, and I, I don't want you to get offended by this, Eric, mm-hmm. okay? But we all need to bang the slow-close toilet seats. And Ooh. and you maybe have some, maybe don't have all of your s- shit set up. Mm-hmm. Um, The days for me of bending over to close the seat softly, yeah. it's over. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I instantly, this. everybody needs slow closed toilets. It's an yeah. extra $1 at yeah, the hardware and store. And I can't
0: believe that they don't just like everything doesn't come standard with this. It needs to happen. It needs to happen.
1: I mean, you can't be in there banging around yeah. and I'm to the point where I'm so used to them that I'll be at it at somebody else's house. I'll just drop that shit. Yeah. And then it's like, bam. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, Oh, Oh. So, I mean, it's one of the cheapest. Yeah. Biggest impact luxuries you can have in your life
0: yeah i mean you seem like you're uh you're living a life of luxury by having it
1: by having it right i mean you're just your life improves by a like a margin that will be surprisingly large yeah i like that and plus only alphas have those
0: only alphas have those. because
1: betas bend over and and slow close it so yeah they do all right so that was mine and dude i got i got like three more for each i could do a month of these at least okay so i hope we continue
0: we will All right. All right. Thank you guys
1: for hanging out with us. Hopefully
0: you guys enjoyed this. Check out our movie this week. We're watching Euro trip. Watch it with us. See if it's still funny. See if it still hits and, uh, otherwise go back, check out our sportscast. We talked about a lot of fun stuff on the sportscast this week. Um, we talked all about the wild, the, the Timberwolves, both of them are playing really well. We talked about some expectations for the Vikings and some other news in sports like Ja Morant being a complete, psychopath. So
1: Sigma really. Yeah. Go
0: check <laughs> go check that out. Otherwise thank you guys for hanging out with your good friends here at the Northeast Podcast.